to Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. As always, I'm thrilled that you're joining us this week. Now, as you listen to the show, I get that this whole concept of sales can become overwhelming. Um, the, the new AI that's out there, right? What should I be doing? All of these pieces of the puzzle, I really, really feel you. And I understand that communication has become, I feel, even more difficult than it's ever been. So to help you on your journey, hopefully to communicate more clearly with your prospects, clients, your peers, um, and your colleagues at work, and even your bosses, I have my free gift for you in the show notes is my communication style assessment. Please take it and really, really read the report where it gives you two, you'll get two reports, one spotlighting your natural superpowers on how people are perceiving your messages. Secondary one is your lowest score, which is typically blind spots on people that we communicate that are opposite of us and usually are a little bit more difficult to navigate. So again, the link is in the show notes. It's my communication style assessment, my gift to you. I hope, truly hope it helps you on your journey of changing your sales game. Now, my motivational quote today is by Eric Fromm, and Eric says, creativity requires the courage to let go of certainties. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like competition for attention in my specific target market or my target audience is just at an all-time high. And I am consistently exploring ways to shine my light and stand out, get noticed, and be seen as, of course, the credible expert that I am, and hopefully to attract the right clients that I'm looking for in my business. If you're a salesperson, team leader, or even a small business owner looking for a unique, credible way to attract more business Publishing your existing content probably is a really good way to stay stay ahead of the competition and help you stand out. Now, I know that the whole thought of publishing and, and getting into the realm of authorship and books and all of those things are usually seen as fairly complicated and probably even a little overwhelming, but it's actually easier than you think. And we're going to talk about that today. And my guest, good friend of mine, is Kathy Davis. Now, Kathy founded Davis Creative in January of 2004 and um, expanded her service to include publishing in 2008. Now, the Creative Publishing Partners Division is a sought-after industry leader. Now, she's helped over, her team has helped over 2,000 authors become published and nearly 1,000 of those authors to become number one international bestsellers. I am one of them. Uh, Kathy believes uh, it's when we share our stories that we truly make a difference in the lives of others. Now, Kathy is a board uh, member of her local national speakers association and uh, co-dean of the STL, which is St. Louis, I'm going to say something, uh, Speakers Academy. Kathy lives in St. Louis, Missouri with her husband, Jack, and their rescues, Snickerdoodle, Chewy, and aka Chief Barking Director. I just love it. See her creativity already standing out. Please help me welcome Kathy to the show. So, Kath, thanks for being on and sharing your zone of genius with us. Hi, Connie. Thanks for inviting me to be here. You know I love spending time with you. So here's the deal, everyone. Kathy, actually, I met her in 2020 uh, at the peak of COVID, and we published my book. Because what, what did all business owners do during COVID, Kath, right? We published a book. And through a contact, through networking, that's how I found Kathy. And within five mm-hmm. minutes, I said, 
we got to do this. And I published my book in July, number one international bestseller. And then we worked on three projects after that, all three international bestselling uh, status. So you're good at what you do. The proof is in the pudding, right? Anybody that knows me, they see that on my, you know, on my credentials, so to speak. How the heck did you learn so much about this publishing world that to me is holy smokeroonies overwhelming? Well, as I look back over my career, I was always involved in books somehow. You know, I came out of Bank of America. That was my corporate stint for about 12 years. I was creative director for their trust division. And the books that we prepared there were the the sales pitch books that went out for the high net worth prospects for the bank. And books have always been a theme for me. And around 2008 was when I met a woman Her name was Jan King. I don't know if you knew her. She uh, was the CEO of Merit Publishing at the time. And we were working on a book for one of our clients. And we knew how to put the book together, make it look good, make it look great. But she was the technical side of how do I get it published? And she kind of took me under her wing. And it was also right about the time that the industry, the publishing industry in the United States was changing. So you had both Amazon starting to offer the DIY and as well as you had traditional publishers like Ingram starting to offer the DIY for authors. And it was a, uh, what would you call it, a crash course in learning not only the best of the traditional, but also the best of the DIY and then merging that into what we offer now, which is uh, team support. Truly, truly, Kath, it's... um... So easy for the author working with you guys like I and we were just talking about this before um, we started the show. We have a mutual colleague, right, who's investigating publishing and what the options are, timelines and all that stuff, because you have to you have to do some, you know, organization up front so that the project mm-hmm. runs smoothly. But I have to tell you throughout the entire process, your team tr- made it easy because, you know, I was crazy busy running my business, right? Trying to figure out COVID and then to try to publish a book and figure all of those behind the scenes. I didn't have the bandwidth. Of course, I didn't have the knowledge and time really is a commodity. I feel for all of us. So hiring the experts to do the job that they do well, it, you know, we become penny wise, dollar foolish. And you know, my story during COVID, we had no, my husband, had his company closed, right? And I had no income because I, everything was live and now mm-hmm. COVID, you know, the world shut down. And so I had no income coming in. And then you're, you at this crossroad of, I know I need to publish, right? For all of the reasons that we're going to talk about today, but where do you find the money? And at the end of the day, I spoke to my husband and I said, I, I need to do this. I feel long-term as the world is now going to shift after this, not sure what it looks like, right? This is, was in, in March, uh, probably April, May of 2020, right after the pandemic started, we really didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yet to be penny wise, dollar foolish for, you know, you're, we're, we're playing the long game. You and I, I knew I needed to spend that money. So it's scary. But the piece of the puzzle, I think that was the scariest aside from the money was what do I do? And you, your team really made it so freaking easy. And, you know, I promote you all the time because easy works, right? Simple works, but it also gets us published quicker and with the right, um, trajectory to get the return on investment and time and all of those mm-hmm. things. So that's what I really want to dig in today because I know what you've done for me, my business, and just me personally from a confidence standpoint and all of those pieces of the puzzle. 
But my next question for you is, you know, I, I know that you are truly convinced that sharing our stories changes life, you know, changes lives out there. But why why have you really landed with this is so important and here's why? Because I know it's like passion for you. It truly is. And I, I, I came to realize I help a lot of women, especially, and there are a smattering of men that that follow us also and and that we help project their voice and their message out to the world. But especially with women, what I've noticed is sometimes I hear them say, well, what do I have to say that anybody wants to hear? Or I wouldn't know where to start writing anything that anybody would want to read. And that almost crushes my heart when I hear that. And I realized, and not to get too deep in the psychology of this, but I do realize that as a child, I came from a family in the deep South. Women did not speak unless spoken to first. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm no longer in that deep South kind of environment and we're several decades later, it, there was an aha moment for me as that's where my passion stems from that there, there are a lot of women who have been, you know, even if you're not verbally told that, in those specific words, you get that just by being around your elders as a child or being around, you know, if you have family gatherings and what I have seen happen, especially with our anthologies, which you and I have been involved in at least three together, I think that it's a collection of essays and people, we pick a topic and people write on that topic and submit one chapter of about 1500 to 2000 words And what I've seen happen with a lot of women is they'll, you know, reluctantly go, okay, I'll do this because we do offer a writing coach and someone in it. And our writing coaches are more than just editors or writing coaches. Each one of our writing coaches has a background, not only in journalism, but also either in, we have a PhD in child development as one of our writing coaches. We have someone that has an MSW. We have another woman who has a, a, a PhD in, what is it, community relations. So they help people. When you start sharing stories, sometimes, especially if they're from childhood, there's usually a hiccup. The stories that we write about in these anthologies help people tell the story where they've perhaps hit a bump in the road in life and how they've overcome that. And now they're on the other side of that bump and how much better life is and the lessons that they learned in that path. And watching our some of our authors, who are the timid ones, come in, learn to find their voice and to see them grow and blossom is part of that passion that, that feeds me and feeds my purpose on a daily basis. Because they'll come into us as very timid little, you know, who wants to read what I have to share. And then they come out and they're jumping and they're excited. And now they're speaking in front of their chambers and they are just motivated to take their life and their business to that next level. And that's how I feel we as a team on my end, we create that positive ripple. And and you really are more than just a publishing team and, you know, getting the book to market, uh, you know, and it, this isn't just Amazon, right? We get the, you guys do the, um, you have someone that you partner with to get the Amazon bestseller, but the way you do it, right? We can be in Barnes and Noble, one of your uh, people that you recently published, right? You were telling me beforehand, mm-hmm. they were going, they were shopping at Target, I think you said, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um because we we set each of our authors up as an independent publisher themselves. 
So we don't get any of the royalties. All the royalties go straight to the authors or the the sponsors of the anthologies themselves. They own all the royalties. They own all the copyright. When we do that, we not only set them up on Amazon, but we also get them in the back door of Ingram Publishing. There's an independent arm of Ingram called Ingram Spark, and we affiliate them and set them up with an account there. Ingram is the magic potion. Ingram is the one that will get your book, not only in Barnes and Noble online, but Barnes and Noble in the store. Doesn't guarantee that it's there, but you know how you'll walk into a bookstore and you're looking for a book and maybe you only remember the author's name or part of the title. Those people can get, then go behind that big computer and do a search. And because we have you registered with Ingram, they can immediately get that book for whoever's asking. Now, Ingram also just recently bought out Baker and Taylor sometime during COVID. And Baker and Taylor was another big publisher, but they were the ones that used to distribute all your books to libraries and the major big box stores. So now that Ingram has bought that division of Baker and Taylor, more and more of our books have been appearing not only in Target, but Walmart and Costco and, and in the Barnes and Nobles. And it's so fun to hear from authors, some of our authors who will just kind of, well, I'll just be curious and I'm going to wander through the book department at Walmart and see what I see and to actually have them take photos and text those photos to me and go, look what I just saw at Walmart and, or, you know, whatever big box store you may have in what part of the United States where you live. So that's been kind of fun. I, I can't even imagine how rewarding that is. I want to go back to something you were saying. I love it. I just love it. So see, having the expert do, you, you're in the right position for these new opportunities mm-hmm. to find you. Otherwise, right, we're, if you go in, I'm just going to do it on Amazon myself, but what are you leaving behind, right? So it goes back to that penny wise, mm-hmm. dollar foolish. So, but here's the thing that I was cracking up as you were describing now, I, I know my stuff. I know my zone of genius. Mm-hmm. I stay in my lane. And you approached me after we published my ESP, Easy Sales Process, Seven Steps to Sales Success book, hit international, number one international mm-hmm. bestselling. That was in July. And I think September, you reached out to me and said, you know, you know, I love you. I love your vibe and everything I'm doing. I'm doing this anthology called Bright Spots. That was the next one, right? That we mm-hmm. did in September. Correct. And you said, you know, it's inspiring stories of change, right? And I have my other podcast, which is changing the sales game. And you Mm -hmm. said, I just think you should be part of it. And I was like, Kath, I don't have anything to say. Exactly. Now (laughs) I had published a book. I was an international bestseller and I'm going, Kath, I have nothing to say. Who wants to hear? And you laughed and you said, you know what? Just talk to the writing coach. I'm like, all right. I don't think we're going to come up with anything. I sat with Kay. I don't know if if, I think Kay Mm -hmm. has retired, but I loved her. And she said, just have a conversation with me, Con. And I'm like, okay. So she asked me a couple of questions. By the end, she says, okay, I have your outline. I go, what are you talking about? (laughs) And we went through and just the way I was answering questions, she said, you do realize that when you're hit with change that you didn't, that you didn't choose, you have a process you go through. I'm like, I do. And she read it to me and I was like, holy smokes, I do do that. She goes, that's your process. So this is the other thing why, and you mentioned the writing coach and I, again, a shout out to Kay. I love her, but I had no idea until someone asks the right questions because publishing isn't my zone of genius. Writing really isn't my zone of genius. She brought my story to life. And I was part of that and then part of another anthology. And then, of course, Kathy convinced me to host my own book, which was called uh, Ready, Connect, Grow, which, again, was a huge success. Another international bestseller. 
um, where I handpicked the authors on what the messaging of the book was. And I could tell you the feedback has been outstanding. It's funny because some of the people that I was saying, I'd love for you to come and join my book. I Mm -hmm. love what you do. And I think your messaging would be important from networking and business, right? Ready, connect, grow, grow your business. And uh, so they were saying to me, well, I don't have anything to say. I'm like, talk to the writing coach. I did the same thing. So Mm -hmm. it's funny when you get to experience it firsthand of I got nothing to say. And then having someone pull it from you with such clarity and thinking, wow, that was my I, I felt my chapter in that bright spots was was an important chapter, especially as we were coming out of covid. So these are the kinds of things that I think mentally we don't even realize We because people are like, well, you published already. I still didn't think I had anything to say. Right. Well, and as I've heard you say many a time in talking about sales and business growth, Anytime you were in a down economy, that's the time for us to get up off of our tails and do something and create a a little buzz or a big buzz, whichever it is. And that's one of the reasons why we offer these anthologies is that it allows someone to tiptoe into publishing at one tenth of the price of what it would cost to do a book all all by themselves. And it's it's really one tenth of the amount of energy that you put into it also because you're just writing one chapter. That's right. But the, those who are willing, those business owners and, and leaders who are willing to step in and try something new and something different, those are the ones that go, they have that aha moment and go, wow. And it creates attention and buzz and brings it attention to their business so that hopefully people are more people are calling them and they're getting more new business. Well, and the other thing, too, at the back of each chapter in the anthology, and we actually edited my book Mm -hmm. that we did in 2020, and we put the QR code now. So it goes to my link tree, right, which has everything. But I update my link tree regularly if I'm doing a workshop, if I'm not doing a workshop, if I have a free gift, my 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 free gifts change. So Mm -hmm. my my link tree changes. Well, now we have the QR code. So even 10 years from now. It's it's current with what I'm doing 10 years from now. So that book used to be, they said, a calling card. I think now it's good for new business development long term, not just it's published in, in July of 2020. You're done. And my information is obsolete in the back. You go in and you change it. And in this case, with my anthology. Right. I said, I want to mm-hmm. do the QR code in the link tree. And you were like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So it stays relevant over time because information is information. Your zone of genius is your zone of genius. That's not going to change per se, even though the marketplaces might change your core message, like my core uh, process that I use when mm-hmm. I'm hit with change. It's not going to it's not going to change because it's it's how I'm wired. But that could inspire someone else to use those same steps, if you will, when they're thrust upon or changes thrust upon them. So it's relevant 10 years from now. It's relevant now. Um, and that QR code with the link tree, I think, is another piece of the puzzle. So well, for anybody listening, if you're playing mm-hmm. the long game, I I believe this is necessary. This is a necessary um, piece of your business plan, or if you're a salesperson, a business of your sales plan to get published. And perhaps, like Kathy, you're saying, do the anthology, which is a fraction of the cost. But aside from that, it's a fraction of the time, and it allows you to dip your toe, and then you can publish the the full enchilada later, right? When we work with a lot of speakers and trainers and educators yeah. and especially during COVID, that industry just kind of flattened. 
And we, one of our speakers, and we actually had done his book three or four years before COVID was over, but he was, he's a sales trainer. So he goes out and he specializes in agricultural sales and people, he learned that people will keep your book and, but they'll toss your business card. So, you know, whether you're writing, like you mentioned, one chapter that has your contact information and your QR code in it or a full book, you want to make sure you've got that contact information at the back. And he tells the story of how, you know, he his speaking gigs had completely dried up during COVID. And he gets this phone call from someone who had had to cancel. And they said, but we, we had to cancel your in-person event. But I noticed that you, because at the back of your book that I kept from when you were here three years ago, that you mentioned that you also do virtual. What kind of virtual? Beautiful. And and he was still able to save that income, that piece of it. They paid him the same amount that he would have if he had flown there and done it in person. But he did everything virtual because they kept his book. Was that Sinjin? That was... uh, uh, but, but uh, it'll come to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, was it? Because I, I see it, his face. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, Saint 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 John. I'm, I'm Sinjin is I think how you say his name. He's yeah. from Australia, and he's uh, specializes in agricultural sales. And he was on my show and published a book. Same thing. Just a real dynamic guy. We we did not do his book, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah. same yeah. idea. Yeah, it, it, but here's the thing. It's it's a calling card. But yeah. I think here's the difference of just having a Linktree account, too, which, you know, I have. And that's mm-hmm. what we used in the book. I think the chapter or the book, whichever right people are listening, say, no, I think I got enough for a book. I think it's important because it really helps us stand out from all the other noise in the marketplace because everybody isn't a published author. And if you do want to go for the accolades of the number one bestseller, number one international mm-hmm. bestseller, right? Everybody isn't. So, and, uh, and Kath, I'll share this with you. It, it's funny. I'm humbled because when I, you know, someone introduces me and they say, Oh, four-time international bestseller, you know, one of which is her own personal book, blah, blah, blah. And people go, Oh, how did you do that? And I look at them and I go, yeah. oh, like, it wasn't that hard. Like in my head, I'm like, it wasn't that hard but because I have the team behind me that made it easy for me. And I'm humbled because people are so impressed by that. And I think, Oh, it's mm-hmm. still me though, but everybody doesn't have a book and everybody isn't an, an international or best-selling author. So we, we, I think we minimize what we do bring to the table, even though we have these very, very valuable calling cards, like a book out there. So I think that ripple effect, like you said, with the three years and playing the long game and, and people reading my book and I get, I still get comments and people responding from reading my, the book that we published mm-hmm. three years ago. It's, it's heartwarming. And at the same time, it's like, wow, really? Like, really? The promotion's over. Really? People are still buying. So I think that's the other thing from a confidence builder. But I think it keeps us relevant and gets us out there with the right people. Because the people that write, that want to read our books are going to be our ideal client at the end of the day. Well, and as you know, there's, I used to say this about lawyers, you know, there's a, a, at least two or three lawyers on every corner in, in our community. Uh, but there's at least two or three coaches or consultants on every corner also that do what you do. And the idea there is how can we help you stand out and showcase your true inspiration of how you keep people inspired and motivated and publishing happens to be one of those ways. 
And it's it's a way to help you stand out and stand above the crowd because the general public, as you mentioned, they don't know the process for becoming an international bestselling author. And it seems very uh, what what's a good word there? Um, Daunting or it's yeah, it's daunting. It's a huge mountain that they've never crossed before. Whereas, you know, I you mentioned also earlier about puzzles. I likened the whole publishing process to putting together a 10,000 piece puzzle. We just happen to do it a little bit quicker and faster and smoother because we've done so many books. We now know how to put the puzzle together in the most efficient manner. And sometimes you don't need all the puzzle pieces. And so we'll take those out and just make sure that you're, you're just using the ones that you need. Yeah. And it's, it is customized. I, I, cause the three different projects, we, it was a little, a little bit different in each of them, a lot of similarities, but a, a little bit of difference depending on mm-hmm. in the case where I, I was the sponsor of the last book, Ready, Connect, Grow. Um, we, again, just a little different from the previous two, um, because of my role within the book. So I also like that you customize and you listen to what the author's objective, because it's got to be, what is your objective with this book? It's and always then the first can, question. Yeah. It's always the first question, because if you're, you know, if it's to make more money, then, and th- that's the next thing I want to talk about. So if it's to make more money, you're really not going to make money off. The, we're not getting bazillion dollars like James yeah. Patterson for our book. The, the, the ripple effect of the book is where the return on the investment is, right? Mm-hmm. But garbage in, garbage out. And, mm-hmm. you know, with this chat GBT now, we're one night at dinner with my kids, we were talking and they, they were shocked that I knew what chat GBT is and that I actually have it. And I was using it, trying it out, trying to play to see if it was any value mm-hmm. to me and what I want to create. But anyway, we were talking when I, my, my younger son, he's 23 and he said, you know, mom, people are in, in an hour writing children's books. And I'm like, yeah, and how good are they? There's no soul. It's words. That's a beautiful thing. But successful books have a soul, have an essence, have a vibration because of the person writing it, not just using artificial intelligence. So that's the other thing. You know, we're so fearful that artificial intelligence is going to replace us. Beware, right? Neo in, in the matrix. It could happen, but, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm disappointed that, that people are just going to Amazon publishing these books costs nothing. It's, it's inundating the whole system. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's going to create good books to rise to the top even more easily than it was, you know, maybe even a year ago. It will, and it'll, it will change and will change fairly rapidly as fast as this has come upon us. Yep. We've recently had to create or got to create an AI policy. So what's happening is both Amazon and Ingram now have bots that can detect if your copy is AI generated. So all those books that snuck in before this, they're going to go back and they're going to flush those out. Their their guardrails are up at Amazon and Ingram. And so we created a policy to mirror that, not only mirror them, but also Ingram, it's Amazon, Ingram, and the U.S. government copyright office. So we're following the lead of those three. And basically is, yes, use chat, GPT, or any of the AI for research. Yes. But make sure then that you use your own words, rewrite it. You're not going to sound like a robot. And we've actually had a couple, you know, we're, we usually have three or four anthologies going at one time, and we've had a couple of chapters come in. And our auth- our editors are so awake and aware of this that they're going, "This doesn't sound like a human. You know, this is too robotic. This is," and so they're kicking it back. And we now have in our contracts that you know, if by chance you're because Amazon now is going to start kicking them out. 
and say, go rewrite it. If that happens in one of our anthologies, you're affecting not only you, but the other 30 to 40 authors. And it may endanger the entire bestseller campaign. So we've had to put it in at the very beginning and say, we're going to give you a chance to rewrite it. And we want to work with you. We're going to help you do that. But please just use it for research because you'll get kicked out. And Amazon is even saying that they'll they'll give you one re, um, return, so to speak. If you come back with another one, they'll close your account. Yeah. You know what? These checks and balances need to be there because there's so much mm-hmm. noise. Like, just can we can we read the good stuff? Right. Like it just can we just read the good stuff? So, yeah, I, I'm glad that they're on top of that. I think that's great. I was in a networking um you know, on Zoom and one of the women, she was a professor, maybe even a dean of the university. And she was saying that they had to like relook at everything because the AI pulls from so many different sources that it might not be plagiarism per se, but it's not really thoughtful thinking from the student either. So they were the university. This was a couple of months ago, but Mm -hmm. the same thing, trying to look at ways that to hold people accountable to say, do the thinking, right? That's what you're in college for. You're spending all this money think instead of using the AI. AI has its place. We just mm-hmm. have to be very cautious, yeah. I think, as we move forward. My last question, because we're, we're out of time, but I know everybody's listening saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. I love it. Count me in. Do I make money on this? <laughs> so think of your book like a cupcake. When you sell on Amazon, Amazon's going to get the cupcake and you're going to get the sprinkles on top. That's the kind of money you're going to make. So we, most of us want to eat the whole cupcake. So the best way, yes, your book can be on Amazon because that's going to help your SEO, but you also want to look for ways you want to make sure your book, you can buy it, that people can buy it from your website. If you're speaking, you want to make sure that book is at the back of the room because we're going to teach you how to buy it at cost. Mm-hmm. And then you can turn around and every book you sell is pure profit. So mm-hmm. if you buy it, you can buy a six by nine book for around $4 and 50 cents at about 250 pages. You're going to sell that for $12 or $15, and that's your profit. So the trick is to think outside of the box. And every time you're speaking, if you're doing a workshop, if you're doing a webinar, one that you've set up yourself, include your book. Make sure that that you have sold that book so that it's included in that workshop and that webinar. That's how you're going to make your return on money. We had one author sell 600 copies of her book to A.G. Edwards. They sent it out to all the senior executive female women was on leadership. She bought the book at $4 a piece. She sold it at 12 to them and it retails for 18 on Amazon. So she made, what was it? She made at least six, $7 per book Nice times 600. And that's going to put some nice pennies in your pocket. Absolutely. It's funny. Um, I have a client and we're doing business development. I'm doing a class with them. Mm-hmm. So I uh, signed my books and there was about uh, 60 of them that are going to go through the training. And as part of the program, uh, you know, because they're paying me obviously to do this, um, it was my free gift to them. And they were also touched. And here's the funny thing. I did it truly because I thought mm-hmm. it's another resource for them, right? It extends exactly. who I am because I, I try to be very generous, especially with my client, but with everybody, you know me, I'm very generous. Mm-hmm. I just, I love to support others. And they were so touched. A lot of them went and bought my other books. 
And I was like, oh, thank, I was like, thank you so much. I like, that was so not my intent. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the ripple effect too. When you do yep. from your heart, right? It comes back to you a hundredfold. And so it, you never know what that ripple effect of the book is going to be giving it away, charging when you speak at the, uh, cause I've done that too, where I've sold many books at a speaking event. And then they had like an author's corner where yep. you can have all the books and then people come and they're so excited and they give you feedback and they buy your book. And you, the funny thing is, they buy it for friends too, which is again, just so touching for me that my content or my story or my, you know, how I help people with sales resonates that they like my talk, then they buy the book and then they buy it for others and then refer others. And this ripple effect from a book is outstanding. And I think, you know, we talk about ROI, which is important. You gave some really good examples, but really, really the ROI I think is priceless when it comes mm-hmm. to building that authority, that no like trust and generating contracts or new business. If I'm a salesperson, people connecting to you, oh, you're a best-selling author. You know, what did you write about? And, and it doesn't have to necessarily be sales or business, right? It could mm-hmm. be something else that your kid has autism and you wrote a book about that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's that you are intelligent enough to be able to publish a book and share and help the world in some way, right? That's the generous spirit that I think people resonate with and want to do business with. So that ROI, I, I think, is exponential when you look beyond the the dollars of the book, but the dollars of the potential that the opportunity mm-hmm. the book brings. So I Definitely. think we get yeah, penny wise, dollar foolish, right? Mm-hmm. People buy books because of how they make them feel. And during the pandemic, people feel they lost hope in community So the books that are selling the most now are those that offer hope and a sense of community. Like, ah, this, this author gets me. Yeah. That makes them know, like, and trust you even more. Yeah. And it was funny, uh, Kathy, just quick feedback when I, the, our book published in February, Ready, Connect, Grow. And so now I see people around, you know, training and now we're, we're coming to life, more networking events. People are like, oh, I saw your promotion on the Ready Connect. Oh, I bought it. Can I tell you, I love the mirror, uh, looking in the mirror. One of my career coaches was the coach, uh, was one of the authors. And they're reciting back to me the chapters and the people. They knew the people by name. I was taken wow. back by that rather wow. than just the book. They were digging into con. I love that. You did you read the chapter, which cracked me up? Like, yes, I read the chapter, but they're like, did you read the chapter with the mirror mirror? And I'm like, yes, I did. And, and that career coach, it was like, she was talking to me. So it's really touching when mm-hmm. you, when I right bring these people together and then it resonates at such a great level with, Again, that ripple effect. We, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Everyone goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, again, me too. I, it humbles me. Cat, every time Mm -hmm. I think, I go, and they're like, yeah, like you're good. And I go, because we don't believe the negative record player. Mm -hmm. We've all got it. I've got it too. We have to keep remembering when we get those beautiful compliments. I am worthy. Yeah. I am worthy. And turn Mm -hmm. down that volume, man, to say, turn up the volume of I am worthy. And gosh, people are really resonating. This feels so good. Mm -hmm. And I think the book has the opportunity to do that. It's long lasting. Yes. Meeting people, Yes, that could be long lasting where people meet you and they love you. But the book, I, I think it just adds a little bit more intimacy, which in, in a, a good way, not in a weird way. Right, right. Exactly. So everyone, there's so much more to talk about with publishing. We didn't even get into the difference types of publishing. But if if you are even contemplating 
oh, I think I need to do this, or I really want to do this. That voice is saying, I think I want to do it. I'm a little scared and I don't know what to do. I'm going to give you your next step. Call Kathy. <laughs> Go to her, email her at Kathy at creativepublishingpartners.com. Have a conversation. I'm telling you, somebody referred me to her. And within 10 minutes, after doing all the research I had done, 10 minutes, I said, Kath, what's the next step? Let's do it. So I think if, and and here's the other piece of the puzzle, she can help strategize so that you can get your head wrapped around the scope of the project and all the things that we just don't have the time to dig into uh, during a you know, 30, 35 minute episode. So again, Kathy at creativepublishingpartners.com. Go to the website, creativepublishingpartners.com. Whole bunch of good stuff on there. Additionally, you have two free gifts. Because she's generous. She's my people, Kathy. She has two free gifts, which I'm going to put Kathy's link tree link. So you can connect with her on LinkedIn and all of those things. And right at the top will be the two free gifts for us. Can you tell them what they are and how they will help them? Sure. The first one is the top 100 marketing tips. We've curated those over the last couple of years and we keep moving out the old ones, bringing in new ones. And that it's a, it's an easy two pager read but it is top 100 tips. The second one we have talks about the topic we didn't quite get to today, which is what are your publishing options? Anywhere from do it yourself to working with a traditional publisher to hiring a team like what we do. Yeah. That's a good one um, to get your head wrapped around terminology and stuff like that. So I would even do, if you're truly thinking about in the near, you know, one to two years, even because it takes time, right? It's this isn't next mm-hmm. month. I'm going to publish a book. These people who say they could publish a book in a week, I question how good is it? Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of moving parts. So again, read that free gift, go through that, and then I would reach out and have a conversation with Kathy. You'll have really good questions to ask as well, which will make your conversation even more impactful for yourself. And if this is a good option for you, and that's the other thing, Kath. If it's not a good option, you'll say to people, "Listen, you're doing all these other." things. I would wait for that dust to settle. Let's reconvene in six months or eight months. Timing might be better at the end of 2024, Mm -hmm. for instance. So again, you can help them with what they're working on and then the trajectory of a realistic timeline without killing ourselves, right? Because we still have to function in business, not just stop and write a book. Yeah. Our goal is to do what's best for you and help you create that strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I refer to you because you're like me, it's customized and it's real and it's personal. And that's Mm -hmm. the only way I feel we should be doing business. So thank you for being you Mm -hmm. and just always having my back as well. Um, I enjoy working with you. Yeah. You're, you're truly a pleasure and a gem. And I, Julie Hood, man, she introduced us three years ago and for her, I am ever forever grateful. Yeah. You've been just a wonderful colleague to me. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me to be here today. I've loved it. You know, I love spending time with you. We can uh, just talk all day. I, yeah. That's a problem. I know yeah. people are like, all right, wrap it up, Con, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kath. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build and discover together, no matter where you are with sales, business, career. I really hope that my guests and I provide some context and inspiration for you to create the change you're looking for in whatever your role is and whatever your next role is that you're trying to step into. Um, again, information is a beautiful thing. Kathy and I had some good tips here and good ideas on usage from a book. 
Take those ideas, have the conversation, explore, do more research, whatever it is for you. Take that next step. Information is beautiful, doing nothing with it. It's simply information in your brain. So again, take that next step. It could just be as simple as download the gifts and have a conversation with Kathy. Um, thank you again all for joining me. You've been listening to Changing the Sales Game with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.com. I truly wish you an inspired week and know that I am honored to have you on this journey of your sales or or changing your business, changing your sales, changing your life. That's what I'm here for. And I hope I inspire you to make the changes you need to get you to the next level. I love you all. And I'll see you next week. Have a great one. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. 